And we're back. Long-winded episode three is finally here. Hello, Network Insider World. Today I'm with a good friend. Started off as a client. I started off as a client. What am I now? <laughs> a liaison and a friend. All right. And a connector. And Guys, say hello to one of the two people that keep me straight uh, physically, um, Dr. McKenzie from Thrive Family Chiropractic. Hello, everybody. And my two little boys are in the background. I've got one of the little boys throwing toys at me. Um, by the end of this podcast, I will have half the toy box on top of my lap. So we started off through a mutual network. We met through a friend of a friend of a colleague of... How did that all even... What's the true story? The, well, we were looking around for sponsorship and networking opportunities, and we met up with somebody who seemed to have a ton of connection in the, the area. And she said, when I tell you to show up and meet somebody, just show up and meet somebody. So we said, sure. Um, and that somebody was you from when you were working at Finney. Yep, back in my media days. Back in your media days. Well, I really and never left, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and so, since she said Matt Dido's the person, we said, okay, we will sit down and have this conversation. I think Dr. Mike talked with you first, and then we had a group. Yeah, because you were just about to have Lucas. Lucas at the time. Yes. So, at the time, we put a media plan together. And then it festered into. It festered into something else more of other than just a radio guy. Yeah. And uh, you, you one day said, "Hey, why aren't you on my books?" Yeah, obviously. Um, I guess like the one thing that we were thinking was that you, you have the ability to provide a ton of connections for people and that is something that you're extremely good at and we are really good at connecting things too but in a different way exactly and we just didn't know why you weren't allowing us to serve you <laughs> the way we know how to best all right let's just go right to the, the the meat of the story okay i said i don't have a problem and i think i remember the day you want to jump over to the counter well yeah. you don't need to have a problem you what don't. are you talking about exactly so so i think i'm kind of going into the unedited you know education play of you know the myths the misconceptions you know, of, the, of, of your world. Like, oh yeah, so you don't have back pain, you don't have headaches, you sleep just fine, I feel amazing. All of that excuse on why you don't feel you need a chiropractor. That's what it was when, before we was. met. And so it's not anybody's fault or your fault to think that that's all we do, um, is to help you get your headaches go away or, you know, your back pain. And while that's like a, what I call, we call it a happy happy side effect um it is what a lot of people come in through the door for they come in through the door for some sort of pain or discomfort that they want to get rid of because they're consciously knowing what's going on um the problem is is that your whole body functions at, at one unit and if you're just going to look at pain as the indicator that something's wrong then you're completely missing out on the rest of the story and what 
your body is aware of because only 10% of your nerves actually detect pain. It's not like your body's constantly trying to find pain. It's only going to detect pain when there's a serious chronic issue. So a lot of the times when you're aware of the discomfort, you've already had an underlying problem within your system for a number of years. Right. So it's not something that like, I was shoveling yesterday, and then this morning I went out to go shovel my driveway again from the snow, and I felt something let go on my back, so it had to have been this morning that caused the problem. No, it was years and years and years and years and years of an instability that you had no idea about, that you kept working very hard on, and it finally met its limitation and gave way. So, as a chiropractor, what we really want to do is we want to make sure that structurally, as well as functionally, you are actually maintaining your health in a preventative measure rather than waiting to get to that crisis point where all of a sudden it's like, hey, now I have back pain, I want to go see you. So, yeah, so like it kind of is one of those things where we're looking at you as a whole rather than just looking at you for the symptomatology of I have pain or I have headaches or, you know, any discomfort that most people come in for or that stigmatize chiropractic for. Yeah, I mean, I think after you gave me the quick, without jumping over the counter, education <laughs> of, really? Yeah. Um, I called it, a, you know, working offensively opposed to defensively with the bigger picture. Yes. That kind of, kind of the same idea of what you were just saying, simply? Yes, yes. So definitely more of that, that offensive, preventative approach. So the thing is, is that your, your brain and your spinal cord and your nerves are all part of your nervous system and your nervous system is what controls your whole entire body. It is encased by your spine and your skull and that spine is made up of movable vertebrae. So the reason why we can bend over, the reason why we can jump, the reason why we can twist and turn is because it's all individual parts. Right. The thing is, is that these individual joints are all susceptible to some sort of stress that it doesn't adapt to and it can cause a misalignment or what chiropractors call a subluxation, which is a less than fully... You didn't sneeze, did you? I didn't okay. A subluxation, so a less than dislo fully dislocated joint, aka they've misaligned one vertebra relative to the other. The problem is, is that when you have this misalignment, it's putting direct stress on your nervous system, whether it be the peripheral nerves that go to every single cell, organ, and tissue in your body, or on the spinal cord itself. So, when that happens and you put pressure on it, think of it this way, if you were to have a garden hose and it's one of those tomato garden hoses that like leach out the water oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. nice and slow imagine if you know it's perfectly straight and aligned where it needs to go to and that means every single tomato plant down the line is getting the same amount of water at the same amount of rate and they can all function and grow and prosper the way that they're supposed to so if that cord or if that that um hose is your nervous system and you have a subluxation, something's putting pressure on it now. So what happens? You get to like the third or fourth tomato and you put pressure down on that, that hose and you're cutting off or dampening the amount of water or the amount of nutrients or the amount of flow to the rest of the tomatoes. Right. So whatever is 
directly connected to that area is going to have a diminished ability to be able to thrive. So what we do is we find out where the misalignments are, putting direct pressure on the nerve, causing any type of dampened flow from brain to body and its ability to heal from the inside out. We take that pressure away and we allow that nerve flow to happen again in order for your body to be able to function at its best and heal the way it was designed to. And it works. And it works. It's been two years for me? Just nearly two years? Oh, yeah. Wow. For me? Yeah, neither did I. And I'm only just thinking of it now that we're having this educational... Yeah, I mean, I think you started right around when we started, so it's uh, got to be right around there. You know, about two years, and it's... I tell tell my friends and family daily, it works. Well, that there... Oh, sorry. So there's a guy that is a... uh, a mentor and he's he's no longer alive but his name is Reggie Gold he was he's he's a big 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 proponent of our of our community and he used to stand up in the front of the room of his talks and he would hold a huge set of keys and he would drop it okay because chiropractic is like gravity it works every time oh cool so that would be the way that he would start it and if you think about it he's right no matter how you're feeling, every time pressure is taken off the nervous system, something happens. Yep. So whether or not you're cognizantly aware of it the first time around you get adjusted or not, something happens within your system. So like gravity, whether you believe it or not, it works. And if you are like yourself and you follow recommended care plans, that obviously doctors understand are going to be tailored to you individualistically because you're not the same person as the person next to you. You're definitely not the same person as my little one here. Like his care plan would be so so much different. Um, right, you guys go right at birth to. Oh. There's no age. I call it womb to tomb. Womb to tomb. Say that ten times fast. Right. <laughs> That's, that's literally the demographic that most chiropractors do work with that. Everybody is trained to work with every demographic. It's just, you know, who are they, who are they more comfortable with you guys, who do the, they resonate with? The specialization, or at least the focus is, you know, womb to tomb. There's a new one. Yeah. Um, but well, starting right with the kids. I Yes, I love, we work um, directly with children, with pregnant women. That happens to be my, my biggest passion. Um, so... Pregnant women have like a huge, huge thing going on in their system where they have relaxin that's coming into their body um, in order to keep their joints loose purposefully (laughs) in order for them to have a safe and effective delivery and for their body to be able to expand and meet the growth of the child inside of them. Guys, if you could see what her little one is doing, no joke, the toy box is now on my lap. (laughs) And I'm not allowed to hold any of them. Oh, thank you. I'm gifting you. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that it's it just, it, everybody goes through a stress in their life. There's nobody out there that's not even, that's not exposed to stress. Well, that was the thing with me. There was no direct stress. It was just, there's every day. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, if you're not, if it's something that you've, that's being your normal. Right. So that's the other reason why that's, it's so important to see little kids. Wow, it's because... Yeah, he does. Lucas decided to gift him with all of them. Um, hey, do you mind grabbing that for me for a minute? Sure. Thank you. Um, if, um, 
if the subluxation happened abruptly at birth during the birthing process, right, and it wasn't addressed, and dysfunction occurs from your first breath on, that is your normal. Right. You don't know how to live any other way. Right, and for so, all I knew, I had something. Yeah, in and, theory. And and so like, you know, if you're like, oh well, my mom said that you know I've had this allergy since birth. Okay, you know that's that's great, but are allergies something that's just normal and everybody gets them? No, it's not. Your body has the defense mechanisms in order to take that allergen and adapt to it and be able to overcome that. But if your body is not functioning at 100% and your brain's not able to talk to your body the way that it was designed to, then your body's not going to be able to overcome it. It's all over at that point. Right. And so you're taking Zyrtec for your whole entire life or thyroid or some sort of antihistamine or, or something like that. And that is just what your normal is. You're relying on something on the outside to alleviate the symptomatology for you rather than allowing your body to do as it was designed to do and heal from the inside out and adapt. So the caveat to this is there's going to be people out there that will say, but you know what, I've been doing it since I was born and I'm 65 now. Right. And I'm three. And you're three. Um, and well adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shameless plug. <laughs> um, that, yes, you know what, like that's 65 years of wear and tear on your body. So the truth to that is, are we ever going to be able to restore you back to how a three-year-old feels? Probably not. Probably not. Your, your body has gotten close. We will get you, chiropractic can get you back to the best functioning possible you at that present moment. Right. So you can never say, I would love to be able to feel like I'm 20 again. If you're 55 and you've had a subluxation since you fell at five years old, right? You're not gonna. That's it's it's not gonna work that way. Everybody's different. It's just one of those things where we have to go in. That's why we take X-rays. We can literally look at an X-ray in-house. This in is house. all. Yeah, yes. you guys don't farm it out. It's no. all. No, it's so much easier for us to be able to get the shots that we want. Um, we can go to a rad tech. Some of them are trained in taking the images the way that we like to take them. But when you're looking at it from an MD's point of view, the structures and the, what they're focusing on is so much different than what we're focusing on. Right. They're, they're coming at it from a completely different paradigm because what they're choosing to do for your system is different than what we're choosing to do. Right. So it's just so much easier to have it in-house. And in this way, if like, we don't like the way the image looks, we can just turn around and retake the image. It's not... Right. It's quick. It's, it's easy. Yeah. It's right. It's so much more convenient. And then we can get everything done. We can get you back in within 24 to 48 hours to look at them and analyze them for you. But when you break it down to small parts, we can literally look at where your subluxations lie and how the degeneration has occurred. And it actually gives us a time frame for how long your body has been Deprogrammed. Yeah. yeah. That is a great way to deprogrammed. I love that. Yes, perfect. How did I think of that before you? I have, I have so many words in my brain that are, it's depending on the relativity of the conversation, and I don't think I ever... I know the funny thing is when I was telling you I wanted to do this, you're like, yeah, give me a question. I'm like, yeah, no, I just need to get you started, and you're just going to take off. I know, I can go. I can go for a very long time. How, um, how did it all start? I mean, I know how you guys, you and Mike met. I get the whole school thing, but how did... The name, the practice, the location, the here, the... Okay. The this. The this. Okay. Well, 
I'll let you know how how Mike got started in chiropractic because he was the one who actually took the journey first. Oh, he okay. was adorable. Um, he was a exercise science major, um, and he had the ambition of possibly being a PT um, or something within the exercise and healing field. It worked for him. He was a football player. He's had multiple knee injuries and surgeries, so he's gone through all of that. Oh, something Jesus. that was comfortable right. for him. Um, but something about like the, what he was learning at the point, the philosophy behind it didn't really resonate with him, so he was getting kind of frustrated with it. Yeah. Um, and then he started talking to a chiropractor that he had been seeing since he was 14, not under a regular basis, just kind of here and there. He was kind of going for that that pain management, like everybody's like, oh, I just go to my chiropractor when I feel like that, it. That first perception. Yeah, right, like, oh, you know, when I, so that's how he, the model was for him, so very, not not as educated as he could have been, but obviously he's 14, what 14-year-old listens. So <laughs> by the time <laughs> we had gotten through, halfway through undergrad, or actually towards our last year, um, in that junior year time frame, he was having a serious conversation with this chiropractor about what he felt was missing from the track he was on. Right. And so that chiropractor happened to guide him in a way that it understood where he was he was actually thinking as though there was like a missing link to what he believed was how the body was supposed to function. Mm -hmm. And his chiropractor goes, okay, so you should be a chiropractor. And Mike goes, yes, I should definitely be a chiropractor. That would make sense off of the earlier conversation before we started with him about right. that book and titles and yeah, yeah, go attitudes and <laughs> programming and yeah, let's plug outlook. In, let's plug in Nick Druin for giving us the e-myth and telling us what your three different personalities are. Um, yeah, thanks, Nick. And so Mike is definitely a technician. He's very mechanical and... He's always, he's worked on cars, he's, he's a carpenter, he loves working woodwork, and he's very, very detail-oriented, and he can take things apart and put them back together. Like, he fixes things that everybody thinks is broken, but that's, I mean, she still does that. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, so, yeah, it really, really resonated with him and how he wanted to work. So, we get down to South Carolina, we're graduates of Sherman College of Chiropractic, and he goes through about a year and a half of schooling and they're very family oriented. So they said, oh, cool. hey, come into the philosophy classes because if he's gonna be the chiropractor, then you should understand what chiropractic is. Because as his spouse, you're gonna be his strongest advocate. So they oh, said, cool. come on into the classes so you can learn what it is that we're really doing here. Because right. if I don't understand chiropractic, then how am I gonna be able to support my husband through right. the process? And vice versa. Precisely, but I wasn't a student at that point. I had, more. I had no no ambition to really do that. Were you an EMT? I was an EMT or something in that world. Yes, yeah. I loved and I loved being an EMT. Um, I was also a lifeguard, so I used to do like everything that was called like that emergency crisis saving lives. Ugh. Like I superwoman. Yeah, no, I liked it, or at least I felt that way. That was the Jersey side of me that really came out. Um, but so sitting through the classes, like it all really made sense, and. I'm a talker, as you know, and so after I understood it and I got it, I started talking to everybody about it. It was like it was like it came True so grassroots marketing. Yes, it came so naturally to me, and then finally, some of Mike's friends and classmates were like, 
what are you doing? Why are you not in school? And I said, I don't know, it's Mike's thing. And they said, no, 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 it can be your thing too. So I said, okay. So I had to go back for a couple of like prerequisite classes because I didn't have a lot of the science um, for my undergrad and then I joined. So we go headlong through the three and a half years. It took me four because I did take a reduced load when I got pregnant with Caleb um, to get our degrees. And then Mike was working as an associate with another doctor and I had worked with somebody else and it just wasn't like they wanted their way and it was totally fine. We both respected what each of those practitioners really, really looked for sure. in their practices. But we were in South Carolina. My family's from New Jersey. Mike's family's from Maine. I had a young child <laughs> and the dynamic of the family was like we were, oh, what is it, two sailing ships just passing the night type of thing. Right, we in between a handful of states. Yeah, yeah. and we weren't, we weren't on the same schedule and it just wasn't unified anymore. And I think the only thing that was holding us back from doing it on our own was kind of like, well, I mean, we're new, right? So right. we're not really able to do this. Um, but it just got to the point where family be became first and we wanted to grow our family and that's when I had gotten pregnant with Lucas and we said that's it we're doing we're gonna do this on our own and we built Thrive from the ground up the name we were bouncing through a ton of them but Mike actually came up with it so believe it not, or not surprised <laughs> believe it or not my creative was all over the place and he finally came took <laughs> my entrepreneurial clouds and boxed them into being the manager and, and breaking it down into like little manageable steps and he said we're going to be Thrive. And I said, oh my gosh, I love that. Is there a meaning behind said name? Think, well, think about it. Nobody, Outside the obvious? No, nobody Nothing personal to you guys? To, nobody wants to be in a position where they're just surviving the day to day. Right. And we were thinking about being balanced and I'm like, well, Nobody, we were thinking balanced chiropractic. Well, yeah, everybody wants to be able to find a balance. Like, it just, it, it is so much more simple to say that there is not a single person in this world who doesn't want to thrive or isn't continuously working to do so. Right. So even if you feel like you were 100% at your best, there's always something more you could be doing. Sure. And that's because over time, change happens. Time is an arbitrary, abstract box that we decided to make into a calendar. Oh, good God, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. It's like, you know, let's put hands on the clock and say everybody's got to run by it. But really what it is, it's just a measurement of change. Right. That's all time is. It's just a measurement of change. It's that, that scientific, logistical way to put it into a mainstream understanding for everybody. But change happens, and it's whether or not your body and your life adapts to that change. And if you're in a position where you feel static or complacent or trapped like you can't change, then you're in survival mode. You're not thriving every day. Right. And our job as chiropractors is to keep your spine and your nervous system and you adapting, changing, moving, functioning every day. So when you're here, we're working for you to be able to thrive. I love it. 
And to think, it's been two years that I haven't heard that back half of a story. <laughs> you, you, you never asked the question? Actually, I've never had... I don't know. No, I'm not going to talk about two hands on a clock and a calendar. No, I can... No, that's not even... That's not even chiropractic related. I can go off. <laughs> on, on my thoughts of time and change. Yeah, we, we've already figured that one out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, when you're out at networking events, I mean, it's, it's called Network Insider. Come to find out the three of us have a mutual... Colleague, friend, Dr. Sam. Yes. That yeah. we uncovered, that we each, we all knew each other inadvertently early on when I was still doing radio with you guys. Yep, yep, out of Concord. Yeah, and um, through that whole process, we came up with the 10 Fast Facts because you one day said, We're stuck. Yeah. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And we had that real heart to heart, and I took off the whatever hat I was wearing and said, All right, spill it. Are you doing podcasting? Are you doing social? Are you doing this, 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 and this? Right. You adapted quick with short time. Yes. But we came up with some fast facts. What are those 10 kind of bullet points or some of the, you know, if you met somebody in a networking event and they said, I don't need to come see you, I, you know, I'm perfect, I'm thriving. What's that rebuttal? What's that, you know, how do you. I don't want to say win them, but how do you change the perception on the spot, you know, over a drink at a networking event? Okay, so I've learned through these last couple of years and having these conversations um, that sometimes just hitting them with a fast fact doesn't work. Okay. Um, because it's more about they're not here to listen for me. They're here to talk about them. Sure. And it's, it's more of, most people will start out their conversation saying, oh, well, I know, like, you know, when I have back pain, I don't know who to call now. Or, oh, chiropractic isn't for me. There's, depending on what is said, there is an underlying meeting. There's a hidden meeting. And it's more of letting them have their time. Sure. And pulling that out of them. And there's not much I have to say as long as they give them the space to talk about it. Got it. So eventually they'll pull up with that little quip or something of what it really comes down to is I don't understand what you do. And I am too fearful to figure that out. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense because I think every time I see you guys, I'm back on my old schedule three days in the office for various things. (laughs) It is a educational, around-the-clock science class, but not overload like we all thought of in school. Right. And, well, and we got that overload in school, but it, the thing is, is that for a very long time, our profession is very guilty of looping onto the, what do the people connect with my pain? And then, so, there is this huge billboard advertisements on the side of the highway that says, you got back pain, I got your back. And... You go, okay, yes. I mean, one of the biggest chronic problems is back pain. So right. that's like 90% of the people driving down the highway. And I'm sorry, and if they've been in the car for two hours commuting, yeah. which a lot of people are, they probably have back pain. So they see that, and then they go into the office. Right. And then, that's when the chiropractor tries to educate them more that it's not just pain. And by that point, that person's like, wait a second, I'm here for my pain. And they have that preconceived notion, just get rid of my pain. I don't really want to listen to anything else. Right. And we never really respected that as a, as a profession. Um, that, you know, they were so focused. And it's like, we just were not 
approaching it the right way. So approaching it with a fast fact of how chiropractic works or approaching it with the, you know, the way I jumped on your throat. It's not about back pain. Oh, gosh, I thought you were going <laughs> to jump over the counter. I know. What do you mean? <laughs> um, it's, it's just more of now I've learned that listening to their story is, is a little bit easier to kind of get in. And then all I do is take their story and I... Flip it? Not really flip it. I reflect it in a sense where there's probably something that I've worked with that's like you. Right. And I just say, you know, in my experience, I completely understand where you're coming from. And ever X, Y, and Z fear or let's say, um, you know, uh, somebody's, 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 somebody's sister you know, went to a chiropractor. And they didn't like it. They got hurt. Yeah. You know, okay, I can understand that. And it was like, you know, it was uncomfortable for them to get adjusted. And quite frankly, sometimes I just make that into a joke. I'm like, do you see how big I am? I'm pretty sure I couldn't even squash a fly. Like, there's no way (laughs) I can put enough pressure into your system to injure you. Like, there's just, I don't have that physical capability. There's no way that you should look at me and be scared. Right. I'm about to adjust to you. Um, so sometimes I'll just joke like that, and then they'll just laugh and be like, yeah. And I'll be like, but that was also your sister, 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 sister. So, what about you? And then they go, well, I don't know. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, if you want to have that conversation with me, always start everybody off with a screaming. That's right. completely complimentary. It's, you come in, we will give you more of that education, have the conversation with you about how we're actually approaching health and healing, and then we see whether or not... It's a fit. It's a fit for you. And if it's not, then all it is is, however long it took you to get here, the 15 minutes in our office, for us to be able to do the screening. Right. And then... Our, Hey, you know, if you have subluxations, I highly recommend you get a full exam. Right. Because sometimes after having that conversation with us, it's not just about back pain, and we let them know, like, it's about whole body function. They go, oh, well, I have digestive issues, or I'm not really sleeping well. It's not painful. I'm just not sleeping well. Or they have symptomatology like, yeah, well, it's hard for me to breathe. Like, they don't think about these things because these are things that have been common or normal for them for a very long time, but they never thought it was a problem. Right. Or they just go, well, I guess I didn't understand that the thing called the writing reflex, where every time you look at the horizon, your body tries to adjust itself. Oh, no kidding. To, yeah, every time. What you're staring at? To Yeah, it wants to be level at the horizon. So... When we're looking at your posture, and we see the high right shoulder, the rotation of the hips, that's literally a window to say that your body, right now, trying to stay level with the horizon, thinks it's straight. And then we take away the horizon, and we make you do that all with your eyes closed, so we walk in, we walk in, and you just go whoosh right back into what you have to vestibularly, without that correction, think is straight. And that's when we're seeing the rotation of the hips, one foot staggered forward, a high shoulder, a tilt in the head, or a shift over, what's called listing, and 
a list is when it just shifts to the side, where you have like a head tilt to one side. Yeah, I think I had that. And you can have both. Yeah. Um, most people have the high shoulders because of muscle tension. Most people have the head tilt and the lifts because of misalignments that are literally staggering their neck curvature to one side or the other. And, I mean, how many people did we walk around with their eyes closed that were watching? Nobody's walking around with their eyes closed unless they're blind. And you know 90% of the time you're sleeping. That's when you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I slept funny. No, you didn't sleep funny. Your body's just out of alignment. It was in its natural position, and then you slept and decided to be in that natural position for a long enough time, eight hours, four hours, whatever it is, and that natural position is not okay. So it hurts when you wake up in the morning. Right. Common sense for me, but not for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it hurts when you wake up in the morning. Your body's not in alignment on its own natural. So that's why we both go crawling to the coffee pot. Yes. Okay. Well, no, I go crawling to the coffee pot because I have a child that wakes me up every five minutes sometimes. <laughs> Just thirty. Yeah, and then on top of that, I grew up in a culture of nutrients, where coffee is everybody's ivory bag. So I'm getting out of that. Not going to go to the rant of, so Real Housewives, really real? Is that area really exists? Oh, that's, a, that's a podcast for another it? day. What is it? Real Housewives of New Jersey? Yeah, that, yes. That is totally real. Or I say, pick a state. Or the Jersey Shore. Everybody used yep. to ask me, do you watch that show? I'm like, I go home. I just sit <laughs> on the boardwalk. I literally get a live action view of that. I don't need to watch it on TV. <laughs> nice. <laughs> how, um, how do they find you? Other than just walking into the office, which is on Central Ave in Dover. Well, we do. We try to do a lot of marketing. Oh, wait, you're saying how do they get into the office? Yeah, how do they how find you? Connect us? Well, okay. Connecting, get, get to the office, kind of the whole thing. Well, we, we try to do radio ads to, to educate people, but if they really want to contact us, they can call us. Um, 603-570-6705. Or they can go on to our website, which is thrivefamilychiropracticdover.com. Um, they can find us on Facebook. If you just look up for Thrive Family Chiropractic, you should find us in the top, especially if you're within the area. We should be one of the first ones to pop up. Um, we have an Instagram that you can find that at Thrive Dover Cairo. Uh, how else can you find us? However you, however you want to. Is MySpace still around? Are you still no, on MySpace? Oh my gosh. No. No, we do not do MySpace. Um, no, I... I Find us, find us through a friend. Talk to somebody. Uh, a lot of people do know us in town. Uh, we do get a lot of our people to come through based on referrals of people that are already in the office. Um, you'll probably see either Mike, if, if you don't know Dr. Mike yet, he's got a huge beard, a huge beard and glasses. So Was it, wasn't your joke the Santa Claus chiropractor? Oh my gosh, no. He will be one day. When I stress not enough to make it real um, But we used to be the beard and the bump when I was pregnant. Oh, Jesus. That's awesome. But uh, no, he's got a big... And then me, I'm toting around two children on a constant basis. So I have the three-year-old running around, probably sticking his hand, banging on something, and then the bright blonde menace that I'm struggling to hold on to. Awesome. Well, guys, find me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm everywhere socially, Network Insider. It's spelled N-E-T-T-W-E-R-K, then Insider, the normal way. That wraps it up for another episode. Yeah. Be back soon. Thank you.